What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Should the Chicago Bears delay signing Jalen Johnson to a contract extension and wait to see how he meshes with the young core? We're going to talk about that, plus dive into a long mailbag today. You guys have been active this week. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's up, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot. For everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host here, Hayes. If you want to follow me, you can do so right off the top at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. You can also follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. I don't know why I had a, a brain fart on that one, but that's where you can follow the channel at. But let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So, first up, we're going to talk about Jalen Johnson, right? And considering the additions to the uh, the cornerback core, uh, of the of the Chicago Bears, there's been some talk and, you know, Jalen Johnson not showing up to OTAs, which are optional. Let's make sure there are a lot of veterans that don't show up to OTAs. Um, so but there's now conversations starting to naturally go about, you know, the contract extension. And should the Chicago Bears delay? What could a contract extension for Jalen Johnson look like um, if they decide to extend him and things like that? Well, when you look at drafting Tariq Stevenson and Terrell Smith, who both factor in to be at least rotational pieces for the Chicago Bears. One of them is definitely ki- kicking Kendall Verdor out, thank God. But with that being said, you have to look at everything. And you know the Bears may very well wait to evaluate this whole season to see if any of those young guys shine extremely well to where they think that, again, as I've said with this whole offseason, Ryan Pohl's thing is value, right? Even if it means a player that may be not as good, but you're getting better overall value out of, Ryan Pohl's seems to be a GM that leans more towards the value of it all, right? And if that is the case, right, if that is what Ryan Poles ends up doing or valuing more, he could want to see if any of these young guys really shape up and how they shape, uh, how they uh, project to be a part of that secondary overall. Knowing Ryan Poles as well, he's probably also also uh, do some future forecasting on cornerback free agents, what their value is probably going to be. He's going to look at, other corners coming in the draft, and maybe he can get some value out, out of there as well. But when it comes to Jalen Johnson, we know what he can be for the team, and we know what he has been for the team. And it's not an indictment at all on Jalen Johnson's um, talent at all. I think everybody knows that Jalen Johnson has talent. The biggest question is is the value of it all, right? What does he want out of the deal? What is the number that he, that he wants, and what is the number that the Bears feel uh, is the value for them. And then what's the difference between those two numbers if there is one, right? And so when you're looking at uh, Jalen Johnson, Kyler Gordon, Terrell Smith, Tyreek Stevenson, that could be a very great core, solid core for you for years to come, right? And Jalen Johnson's already said that he would like to have a contract extension done before the start of the season. Now, I do not know if that's going to be the case, but when you look at the caliber of player Jalen Johnson is, usually those players don't make it to, to the open market. Teams like to lock those players in. And so, you know, it all comes down to and what it has been for the free agent discussion so far since Ryan Poles took over, it's just the number. Does Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears front office agree with the value of that? He's going to want high-end money. 
And I don't think many people are going to question if he's worth that high-end money, but it's about the value. And with the Chicago Bears, and the reason why I wanted to have this conversation is that they may want to delay, not to say that they don't want to re-sign him, it's to really take a look at what this cornerback core is going to shape up to be. But, hey, Jalen Johnson is a talent. And while there are some concerns that he's not a perfect player, no player is, I would like to see, as I've said before, I've said it with David Montgomery, I've said it with Roquan Smith, I would like to see him retain and be a Chicago Bear for a long time. But the biggest question here is there is talent, is, is the value, right? And so Jalen Johnson is probably going to want and deserves to be paid like a number one cornerback in this league. Now, we want to see the defense take a step up. And I do like that the improvements we've made overall on the defense help in pass, pass coverages overall, but also the improvements we've made specifically in the secondary over the last couple of years and, and with the cornerback selections in this draft, it's going to see. So, you know, Jalen Johnson, if he decides if a contract extension is offered and whether he accepts or declines that contract extension and it opens up negotiations, do not be surprised if things go the way that things have gone with other Chicago Bears free agents that have gone into contract negotiations with Ryan Poles. But let me know down below. What do you guys think? Do you think that Jalen Johnson is going to get a contract extension done before the season like he originally stated that he would? And if not, do you still see him being a Chicago Bear for a long time? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. But it's Friday. So that means most of the episode is built around your mailbag, your voicemails that you got in. And we're going to get into the first one today. This one is from Breeze. What up? Hey, it's Bobby Cito. Beasy here. Been listening to the channel for a while. I got one thing on my mind. Just calling to say all these Bears fans need to put some respect on Paul's name, Eberfus' name. I get it. We need to see it happen on the field. We need to see the production. But at the end of the day, I'm with Bobby. 28 years, Bears fan. Ain't never seen a look like we we're about to see it coming this season. But anyways, I love the channel. Love y'all. Keep up the good work and bear the fuck down. All right, and Breezy says, never seen a Bears team like this. Um, I agree. I think that the balance that we could have and we shape up to have on offense and defense is a lot higher than what we've almost ever had on the Chicago Bears team. The potential on this team is crazy. But I also want to put it in perspective that we are still talking about a team that won three games last season. So while the potential is there, while the, the heart, the fight, all that, while we have a number one quarterback, all that is there. It still has to translate to wins at some point. And that's kind of been my thing. I know the last week or so in most episodes is that whatever. Yes, we have talent. Yes, we have weapons. Yes, we got dogs. Yes, we got potential. Yes, we got all of those things on both sides of the ball, right? For the first time in a very long time, I would say the offense and defense shape up to be about even, right? Uh, probably I still lean more towards defense defensively that we're going to be that, that part of the game is going to come together for us a little bit quicker than our offense. But yeah, there has never been a Bears team. I am 36 years old. There's never, I have an adult child. Shout out to Xavier, who's 17 years old, about to be 18. But I've never seen a Bears team that's been like this on both sides of the ball. The potential of this team is wild and crazy. But we have to absolutely see that potential come together, come together, and actually win some football games. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one is from Tonio. Hey, hey, this is Tonio from Georgia calling in. Uh, I got a quick question of thought. The uh, the Bears on paper have really improved what they what they were last year. Now, my biggest concern is that they look good on paper and don't perform on the field. 
is is giving me uh like the the 2017 2018 Browns. They that team on paper looked like it was going for a pretty good season, but the Browns would be the Browns, and that is what it is. But do you think that the Bears turned into the the Browns what they were on paper, or do they actually have enough pieces in and out that they look like a a team competent on both sides of the ball? Thanks. Let me know what you think. All right. On paper, the Bears have improved. And that comparison to the Browns, I'm not going to lie. That's a that's a bit of a scary comparison because you're right. On paper, but I think the Browns had some other things going on as well. The one thing that we that we have here is not only on paper do we have a, a very solid team, we got character, right? We have guys that are high character, high value guys. That is why you did see a lot of the people that we drafted came out of the senior bowl, right? And that Luke Getze got to coach one-on-one. The this Bears team absolutely values character and because of that I do think that it's a little bit different than the Brown situation so to answer your question yes the Bears on paper have a very solid team have made improvements across the board almost on paper but as I said with the last voicemail it has to translate to wins right and I'm not saying that the Bears have to come out and they're, or they're going to come out and win every single game next season I'm not saying that there are going to be some tough times it may be a rough start for the Chicago Bears But once they start to pull it together, once they start to win some of those close games that they lost last season, once they start to dig in and build that character and build their identity and and winning style, oh, the sky is the limit for the Chicago Bears team. So, yeah, I'm a Bears fan, so of course I'm going to say that the potential is crazy, and I do believe in this potential more of this team than than that Browns team you compared them to, but they still have to prove it. And so while we're doing some of the right things, while we're saying all of the right things, it has to ultimately culminate in the right thing which is winning football games for the Chicago Bears and I hope that that's what we see we have potential on both sides of the ball I've said it before it may not be this season but eventually we with the way that we're going in the trajectory that we're on we're we could have a team that is top 10 in offense and defense and if you get to that area that's when the winning better goddamn well start so that's what I think great question there from Tonio let me know what you guys think down below all right let's get into the next one this one is from Grego what's up Chicago Bears Central, this is your boy Grego. Hey, look, man, I'm, every time I call in, I'm going to say how important you guys are to the culture of the Chicago Bears fans. I mean, y'all doing it. Having said that, uh, Hayes, last time I called in, I asked about um, are you guys in the future planning on doing any, like, live events? What I mean, like, you know, you know, post stuff at, like, a, a local restaurant or something like that. Fans, Chicago, come out, see you brothers, man. We love to chop it up, you know, get a meal on us, whatever it would take. Uh, and I also have my boy open up a restaurant in Hyde Park called Bronzeville Souls. Shout out. I'm telling you, it'd be a nice spot. It's real cool. But anyway, uh, the reason I'm calling is about, I just see a lot of buzz around Chase Young. I'm not as enamored with Chase Young as a lot of people are. Not doubting the talent, and not doubting. I'm not even doubting the fact he got injured. That 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 happens. You know, it's a violent sport. A lot of collisions. A lot of things happen. What I, I've always doubted about Chase Young, and I'm thinking about David Conley. Why, if I were Jim, Jim, I would stay away from them. Particularly, but I have a. Uh, we're trying to build a new culture in Chicago. Is because. It just seems like there's always a question about their motive that's right. No doubt, talent, probably the best talent 
at the positions in the NFL. But I remember uh, Chase Young, his last year at Ohio State, um, they were talking about him. And I think, I, I could be wrong, if I got to check with Sebo, you know, the, the savant when it comes to uh, college players. But I think there was a question about, and he actually took off plays a lot, or enough that was noticed, that his um, his stats didn't, like, didn't equal up to his particular uh, talent level. So I'm a firm believer, if you got, and I said this before, if you got to question a person's drive and commitment to the process, whatever you want to call it, don't need them, particularly not at this juncture. We don't have enough people in the Chicago Bears, uh, as the players, who will be able to absorb that and train them up. All these guys are trying to find their way. Even Justin Fields, who is the, the leader of the team, still is trying to find his own way. And, you know, hopefully he gets to, he grows to that, to what I call a franchise quarterback. And I truly believe he will. But having players like Justin Fields and, and, and pretty much the core players, they're all kind of young, still trying to establish a culture, uh, as well as so I just don't believe a, a player like Chase Young, who has questions about his drive, um, you know, will be a good fit. I don't care how talented you are. So I just want to end on that. Again, you brothers, keep doing it. And, oh, by the way, bronze your soul, get there. I'll I make it happen. If y'all, if y'all want me to help, I'll try to make it happen. This is what I do. Bear down. First of all, thank you for that. Uh uh, listen, we are uh, to hear that we are important to Bears culture is is one of the one of the best compliments that you can that you can give us. Um, when we built this platform and we started it, me, C Dub, and Bobby, um, it was that we wanted to be those fans, right? We wanted this to feel like talking and chopping it up, talking sports with some of your best friends, right? The barbershop talk, those type of things, and that's what we what we have. And I think we've done a pretty damn good job at capturing that, especially on the episodes all three of us are together. Now it doesn't happen as much. All right. Like it doesn't happen. And I think that kind of makes it more special. You know, we do the Sunday live streams now when the when it's the off season during the season, you'll get that get all three of us a little bit more live calls, things like that. But when all three of us are together, it is such a special and unique thing that I think I don't think and that's not that this is not a slight on any other Bears channel. But I think that that's what makes us a little bit different. Right. And on top of that, we look crazy if I'm just being quite honest. But as far as the uh, get together live. Actually, and I know this is it Bulls Fest weekend, which is uh, August 19th weekend, I believe. Since we're all going to be in Chicago together, um, we are planning on trying to do some type of meetup um, at somewhere. So, you know, reach out. If your friend has a restaurant we we love, we're looking at venues now. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely are trying to do something where we can link up with everybody live and just have some fun. But as far as the buzz around Chase Young and, you know, around his drive and, you know, Justin Fields. Th- I talked about this, I think, on yesterday's episode. Justin Fields leadership shows more every single day right and um and i I love the growth there um and i'm and i'm talking about chase claypool you asked about chase young i'm going into a completely different area as far as chase young and the questions around chase young um i agree i understand with what most of what you said that the fact of the matter is is that there are a lot of questions around chase young and his draft i mean and his drive there are questions of if he takes plays off but here's what i'll tell you right you also have to bet and double down on your culture you have to double down on your hits principle. You have to double down on what you think your coaching staff to get out of place. Chase Young is an extremely young and talented player. So even if he does have those questions kind of around his drive, 
if the Bears, and I'm not saying that they will, but if the Bears were to make a move for Chase Young, you you have to keep in mind that Ryan Poles has done that research. Ryan Poles is going to look into how that player is going to fit on this team. Ryan Poles is going to look into all of that, I believe, before he brings any team into any player into this team with questions around them. I think he already brought in Chase Claypool with some questions. We'll talk about that on a different voicemail, mix them up. But Chase, your concerns around Chase are valid. Let me say that. Let me be clear there. But I think that if Ryan Poles made the move, I'm going to trust him and Matt Eberflus and the system that they are trying to build here, considering they just passed on a player in Jalen Carter because of character concerns there and, and work ethic concerns. If they make a move for Chase Young, it's going to be that they did their research on it and they feel that they that they've made a solid deci- enough decision that they're betting on the culture that they're building and this coaching staff to motivate him. That's my thought on it. But like I said, you are very valid in that. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is another one from Tony. Hey, C-Dub, Bobby. I uh, got a question for you. C-Dub, I sent it as a text. I don't know if it, maybe it didn't go through. Uh, my question is about our uh, GM Ryan Pose. How many moves – or is there anything that you're looking for in particular that submits himself as that genius? Because, you know, we, as we heard, is he a genius or a jackass? And I want to know, is there anything that he has to do, or are you looking at a certain number of moves he has to make for him to be considered that genius? Or is there one big swing in the miss and now he's a jackass? Because uh, when we look back, Ryan Pace had, you know, some some good moves and some bad moves, but then, at times, you know, it looks good on the front end, but then it, it screwed us on the back end. Pose is making moves that seem to look good on the back end, but kind of questionable on the front. So is he on a baseball count? You know, does he have, you know, three strikes and he's out? Or, you know, is he allowed some some, some mess-ups? You know, do you want a, 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 a super, you know, home run hit move? Or is this? Are you more um, liking the the low key moves, the under the radar moves, and building a team from up under? Because, like you said, he wants to build through the draft. So, are you wanting him to have this boom? Here, here's the, the the slam on the table, the home run hit, or do you just want that? You know, hey, here's the here's a couple of moves. You know, we just getting on base. We just trying to get on base, keep it moving, keep it moving, get the runs in, bring the runs up. You want a a grand slam out the park? He's our genius, or is there? He makes one more move, and he's a jackass. Thanks, C-Dub. Bobby, look forward to hearing from you. Bear down. So very early into this into this show, C-Dub had an amazing quote. I honestly think it was probably one of our first three to five episodes together. He said that we're going to find out if Ryan Poles is a genius or a jackass, right? And I think initially there he was talking about that first draft, the draft that we got Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon in. But it's kind of become a mantra here at Chicago Bears Central on genius or jackass and when to, to say for me right and i'll ask this question again be on the live sunday we're all three of us going to be live because i'll make sure to ask c-dub this question as well but for me it's all about if 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 this version if what you're building works and by that i don't necessarily mean super bowl it's so many things and factors that go into be able to winning a championship that i can't make that the barrier on if ryan poses a genius or jackass but it's just if the deals that you made work Right. When you look at, for example, getting Jack Sanborn and what he has seemed to be in his short term, short stint so far as an undrafted rookie. If that ends up turning into something that now he's coming in probably as your day one starter, if he comes in and performs for a full season, those are things that contribute to being a genius. It's how you build the team. 
I'm not I don't personally judge it by if we win a title. I judge it by the moves that you've made. Like, for example, passing on Jalen Carter, going for Darnell Wright, getting Javon Dexter, getting Zach, Zach Pickens, Noah Sewell, right? Getting those players. Instead of get going for the, the, the blue chip talent in Jalen Carter, if that ends up working out for you with more depth and what you got in your first round pick, if that ends up turning into subsequent, like we get another high draft pick from that Carolina pick, those are things that go into being a genius. And like you said, yes, uh, Ryan Pace had a had a pretty solid start, but I think it's the sustained success over time for me, right? And so for me, it's not going to be made in one, two, three, even three years. I it, for Ryan Pace to be a, a true genius is going to be judging over time and how those decisions have helped reshape this Bears roster over time. So I think over five years or so, we'll have the answer to that question. I will say this: he is trending way more towards genius than jackass. But that is how I how I personally measure that, and we'll talk about it on today's on Sunday's episode where all three of us are on live together as well. All right, let's get into this last voicemail for today. This one is from James. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, uh, Hayes, Bobby, um, uh, um, so this is James. I, I'm just I'm just calling because I, I I have some things I've been following y'all for a minute, um, and uh, I just wanted to share with you guys some of the thoughts that I've been having. I, I've been with y'all since last year, man. It's under Summer Rain Media, but look, first off, talk about Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Had some attitude issues coming out of Pittsburgh. Didn't know what was going on with that. Justin addressed them. He was like, man, this whole attitude has changed during his OTAs. You know, he can see a big difference in who the person that he is. I hope he's changed because that has a big deal to do with, you know, how how you going to do it. I love the way Justin is just handling all this. He's already called out his number one. My number one is DJ Moore. Love that about him. Number two. Uh, Hayes, can you, uh, please share with everybody where you be getting your Bears gear? Cause your gear be off the chain, man. Love your gear, bro. I, I still want, uh, I, I can't be the only person that's out there wanting you or y'all to go ahead and drop some, some merch for Chicago Bears Central. Cause I, man, I, I want to support the shit. Just off top. And the last thing I was going to talk about was, um, um, handling the Chicago media with uh uh all these new casters coming in. It's a good thing that your boy that went to the Ravens or um uh where I think that's where he went when um um so not everybody's gonna be able to handle Chicago media. When you come to Chicago, it's not talked about enough. You are an instant celebrity. Off top. Major city. That means you get VIP everywhere you go and it's not just in the clubs, it's at dinner. It's at the gas station. It's everywhere. You are an instant celebrity, whether you on offense, defense, special teams. Cats going to know you in Chicago, and not all players are going to be able to handle that. I love the way Pose and Ryan are picking the right people for the city of Chicago because not everybody understands that. That's all I got to say, and I just want to know if you agree with me on that last part because it's a real part. Not all these cities are like we are. They not like the crib. All right, that's all I got. All right, so Claypool's attitude just changed, and that that was a big positive for me to hear. Um, I think when you when you have heard about the things about Chase Claypool and why he got out and and things out in in Pittsburgh, um, you want high character guys, and I think that they value that here. And I think that him coming into this culture that we are building, we are still establishing, right? But him coming into that and having a leader like Justin Fields that 
in a way, even though even though Claypool, I think, is the older player, Justin Justin Fields really taking him under his wing in the sense of we got to get you on page for what we're building here. And that leadership that Justin Fields is, is, is showing in that development is going to be huge for the Bears long term. And I love seeing that from uh, from Justin Fields. And I love seeing and hearing that Chase Claypool is coming out of that and his attitude has improved. Chase Claypool is going to be a big part, hopefully, of the Bears' success and hopefully a big part of the team overall, right? And to do that, his head has to be in the game. And so to hear that he's grown in that way in an offseason, it's been good. And, you know, I think that the culture that we're building here, and that's one of the things that I love seeing with this team is the culture, right? When you look at teams and sustained success over time, they have a culture, not only a system, but they have a culture. And I would love Matt Eberflus to be one of those coaches that, that coaches the Bears for a decade because of the culture and the success that we sustained over that time. And so I love seeing and I think Chase Claypool really coming into that culture and growing within that could take his career to next heights. And I think he knows that as well. You Chase Claypool going into where he's going to with that next contract doesn't want to have character concerns around him. And I hopefully that he can rehabilitate that here in Chicago and he can have a big season for us. And then we're talking about him being a bear for a long time. Now, as far as the the, the Bears drip, I appreciate that. Um, I've like I've been I'm a lifelong Bears fan, and I love I wear my teams. I wear Bulls, Bears, and Sox clothes all the time. Like I don't cover the Sox for the network that is covered by Big Kev, but my my Sox drip is right up there with any, anything else as well. But as far as merch, um, we'll get something going. I, we have like I have a bunch of Chicago Bears Central tees. I haven't really put them out there for sale yet because. I've been struggling finding like somewhere to make them and produce them bulk, um, but we'll find something. We'll we'll find something, and then we'll definitely start getting that. Once we announce it, um, we'll start getting that out to people and sh- telling you guys how you can order it for sure. Um, but that's it. That's my time for today. Make sure you guys are tuned in for tomorrow's mailbag episode as well that C Dub and Bobby will hold down. But that's my time. Make sure you're following the show at uh, Shy Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCentral at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailback episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.